Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shay Pate. Well, you know, today is Men Monday. And as I mentioned on Friday's episode, this is going to be the last Men Monday. What we're going to do is change things up and get a more precise agenda for the podcast. And starting October 1st, we're going to do new episodes on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. But we're going to change it up. Instead of starting the week out with Men Monday, we're going to end the week out for the fellas because we'll let them hear all the things we have to say during the week. And I know as a sports fan, Friday is the preparation for the weekend in sports. So what we're going to do starting October 1st, we're going to change Men Monday. And we want to give y'all amazing names as well. And fantastic is the adjective I'm going to use. So we're going to have fantastic fellas Friday. And then our Monday is going to be marvelous, motivating Monday. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm a person that anyone that knows me know I do not like Mondays. So I need some motivation. So for marvelous, motivating Monday, it could be any topic pretty much. But the goal is always to bridge gaps, make solutions, and give people information that's going to affect their everyday lives right now. So with that being said, I was really shocked of what happened on Sunday regarding this episode. I had a totally different agenda for Men Monday. But on Sunday, while I was watching the CBS NFL pregame show, James Brown, I saw um, he was conducting an interview with the New England Patriots owner, Robert Kraft. Now, after I saw that he was talking about the different things happening in America right now and how a lot of the players, not just the uh, African-American players, but a lot of the players are in unity with trying to get the message out, uh, not just the Black Lives Matter, but we need uh, racism to be addressed and we need justice and equality. And I'm really proud that a lot of the players that are not um, Black, I may have to change the words periodically, uh, African-American, Black, uh, but they're all coming together as brothers to fight for the cause. So James Brown was pretty much talking to him about that. Now, I'm going to tell you, as a Steelers fan, I do not like the New England Patriots. We call them cheaters and everything else. But I do respect Tom Brady as the greatest of all time. And I do love Cam Newton, who's their current quarterback. But um, this is about Robert Kraft. He did an interview with James Brown, and he was talking about how he was talking to his players. So first of all, as the owner and to care, you should care about your players enough to see how things are affecting them, especially right now. And with the large percentage of African-American players in the NFL, I would think that uh, there would be some empathy from all the owners. But he was talking to some of the players and was saying how he just didn't really understand how their everyday lives are affected by what's going on right now, especially with the Black Matter, um, excuse me, Black Lives Matter movement and the police brutality and how unfortunately, even as superstars, no matter how rich you are, if you're black, you're still black. Um, they had to sit down and have a talk with their kids, even about basic things such as just going outside. And, you know, those of us listening who are African-American or even brown skin and other races, uh, we know 
You know, I tell my friends all the time when they're talking about how stressed they are right now. My, let me just be clear. My Caucasian friends and I talk about this all the time and more so since we've been in quarantine. But I talk to them all the time that it's not as simple as me running to the store real quick and coming back. Because where I live, I, there is a police department like less than two blocks from where I live. So I have to go past a police department, depending on where I'm going, every day. And I'm thankful that I, in our my community, I'll say my subdivision, and I'm in a small city, so we have a relationship with our police department and our mayor and city council people. So I'm thankful for that. But that doesn't mean it still won't happen. I think that it's really sad that we don't know we're coming home alive every time we leave our house. So with that being said, um, I wanted to, it was only a five minute interview, but I, I grabbed 99% of it, other than the introduction, I grabbed the uh, whole interview. So I want to play this interview because I really, really want people to pay attention because what we're going through right now as a country, we need everybody. I don't care if they're Republican, uh, blue, green, orange, whatever faith, anybody that wants to invest in making our life better. I welcome that. And after hearing what he was saying, I have to give him much respect. So he's going to talk about just that situation and also how uh, he had got with Meek Mills in that situation where a lot of people are very familiar where he was trying to uh, do whatever he could to get Meek Mills out of jail. And to make a long story short, when Me once, once Meek Mills got out of jail, he and a gentleman named Michael Rubin, who is not only the co-owner of the N NBA Sixers, but also the founder of Fan Fanatics. And, you know, they sell all kind of sporting things. How they teamed up. And just those two alone, from my research, was saying just those two alone are worth combined worth of like ten billion with a B dollars, and that's just that. <laughs> that's just what we know about. But anyway, um, they teamed up with Meek Mills and Jay Z, and they created something called Reform Alliance, which I really want people to do some research on it. And um, when we come back from the clip, I'll tell you what their mission statement and their. Uh, email address is. So I just want you guys to pay attention to what he's saying. And like I said, I am not a Patriot fan, but I respect Mr. Kraft for this. And I'm going to talk about just some things I found out in his background. This, I'm rather skeptical or leery or not, I do believe he does have empathy and is trying to make a difference just in the world because uh, as his being a person of Jewish faith. He understands racism in a different way, but right now the goal is to bridge unity, so discrimination is discrimination. I want you guys to listen to this clip. Thanks. Dealing with the country, what did you come away with? Well, you know, I thought I understood a little bit about discrimination because of religion I was born into, but it wasn't until the George Floyd incident. Having our players telling us that their parents had to tell them how they dress if they go to an ATM machine, how they act if they're stopped by the police. It just completely changed me. And, you know, it made me understand that I have to also be a better listener. But I, I would, what I would really like to ask you, tell me what it was like growing up as a person of color and experiencing things 
that I maybe couldn't have understood. Mr. Graf, I know that in elementary school, I wanted to be a doctor. I had a teacher who happened to be a Caucasian, and I was at my desk reading a book that was entitled, So You Want to Be a Doctor. She said to me, kids like you don't do well in math and science. You want to lower your expectations. Rejection is a very strong weapon, and people tie their self-worth to that. So I work diligently to make people understand God did not make any trash, no rejects. Does that make sense, Mr. Craig? A lot of sense, and it's helpful to me. Share with us just one thing that you feel has changed you to show that you're involved and engaged in changing the dynamic. Uh, I have developed a friendship with uh, Meek Mill. Musician Meek Mill's voice is a familiar sound in the hip-hop world. Now he wants to use it to change the criminal justice system. Here's a young man who's very productive to society, hiring people, generating millions of dollars, paying taxes, but he had been on probation, and he did a wheelie, and because of that wheelie, they put him in jail, and I'd come see him, and I thought he'd have an edge, and he was accepting of it. He said, look, I expected it. I expected it since I'm a young man. He expected that. Yeah, and as a result of this, Michael Rubin, Meek, myself, and Jay-Z helped found this Reform Alliance where we're trying to change the probation and the way young people go to jail at a certain age. It, they used to be able to be put in jail at the age of seven. And we wrote an editorial really through our African-American players' influence, and they changed the law and upped it. Now, they upped it to 12 years, but it was at seven years that's criminal i cannot believe that yeah there are things like that going on that we have to correct this problem of systemic racism has been going on for 400 plus years so we should not be low to think that there isn't going to be something else that would precipitate protests like the recent uh, decision in the uh, Breonna Taylor case in Louisville. What would you advocate to be the mindset? What we need to keep in mind as we move forward towards solutions? Well, we can't be patient with certain things. we got to correct it. But there's a break even, too, where if we cross the line in, in our passion to do good, it can also then become dysfunctional. And I would just ask that we push the envelope and do good and make change, but don't give order to the haters out there. Mr. Crabb, thank you so much for being so open with us. This has been very meaningful. Same for me. Thank you for being you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Have a good day. All righty. As Mr. Kraft mentioned, the Meek Mills, Michael Rubin, and Jay-Z collaboration created what's called Reform Alliance, where you can go to reformalliance.com and find out more about it. It's talking about what they want to do for uh, prison reform. I actually went to their website to get their mission, and I'm going to read it to you. It says, our mission... The mission of the Reform Alliance is to dramatically reduce the number of people who are unjustly under the control of the criminal justice system, starting with probation and parole. To win, we will leverage our considerable resources to change laws, policies, hearts, and minds. 
Now, see, the thing that is really amazing about this statement is when you have a person like Robert Kraft and Michael Rubin, just those two alone are worth over $10 billion. Now, we know Jay-Z is worth a lot of money, and I'm sure his wife, Bay, Beyonce, supports him supporting this. So look at that resource. And then you got Meek Mills. You know, I'm going to tell you something. I want to read some facts that I didn't know, but I'm not shocked about. And it says, the United States is by far the most incarcerated country on the planet. Not North America, not just uh, east of the hemisphere. I mean, it's on the planet. So (laughs) that's something that we need to really think about. And look at the percentage of African-American men that are incarcerated compared to the percentage of African-American people in the United States. According to the Hamilton Project, go look it up if you want to know what that's regard, what that is. uh, Our correction system costs American taxpayers, keep this, this is us. You pay taxes, this is you. Over 80 billion, listen to that, 80 billion dollars every year. Now think how many people we could give that money to for jobs, food, housing, medicine. I mean, that's just that we know about. 80 billion every year, far more than any other country. And while we seem to be more divided than ever as a nation, criminal justice reform is one of the few topics that both Republicans and Democrats have been able to agree upon in the Trump era. Isn't that something? Woo-wee. Anyway, you know, something showed me that Mr. Kraft had a good conscience and morals somehow towards mankind because you got to remember something. Meek Mills did not play for the New England Patriots. And he didn't have, he's not a record company label owner. And Meek doesn't sing for him. I mean, there was nothing that he had to gain personally by uh, helping out Meek's situation and then help re- help uh, create the Reform Alliance. So to me, that shows some empathy and having players telling them what is going on in their lives. I mean, I have to give them credit. I hate to say it, but I do. You know, and another reason why I wanted to focus on him after I started hearing this, I started doing a little bit of research on Mr. Kraft and about humanity things that he's done. And I did not know this, but um, in 2019, Mr. Kraft received what's called the Genesis Prize from the Israel. And it was in recognition of his philanthropy. Now, see, he was doing this probably before the Meek Mills thing. But being that Meek Mills is familiar to a lot of people in the African-American community, I think a lot of us who may not have known that much about Mr. Kraft, other than being the owner of the Patriots, uh, didn't know anything about him. And uh, this award is also for his commitment to combating anti-Semitism. I mean, you have to remember he's Jewish and his uh, his experience has been, I mean, he's a millionaire and all that, billionaire and all that. I get it. But his experience has been um, not too far. I mean, not well, you, I don't even want to get into all that. But anyway, this award, the Genesis Prize, it's a million dollar prize and it's dubbed the Jewish, excuse me, the Jewish Nobel 
by Time Magazine, and it, it honors extraordinary individuals for outstanding professional achievements and contributing to humanity. I mean, that is really, really important, humanity, because we don't seem to see many people that are billionaires, and I'm not saying all billionaires aren't dealing with humanity, but that are putting themselves out there like Robert Kraft has, because this situation, not just with Meek Mills, but with helping them form this alliance, he didn't have to do this. In spite of the fact that he cares about his players, he still didn't have to do this. So he's doing this within the Jewish community too, you know, and part of this award is also rewarding him for his commitment to Jewish values. You know, I really, really want you guys to remember something. This man is putting his money where his mouth is. You know, Mr. Kraft pledged $20 million, $20 million to battle anti-Semitism and Palestinian-led boycott movement against Israel. That's $20 million. I know people may say, well, he has it. It's no big deal. But you know what? Mm -mm -mm. He still didn't have to. And the fact that he did, you know, and, and I'm going to tell you something. During the ceremony that he was getting this award, the guy named Stan Polovitz, who is the Genesis Prize Foundation chairman, he said something, and I'm just going to read him as he quoted something as Mr. Kraft got this award. And being that the second word in his quote is Pittsburgh, and that's where I'm from, and those who have watched the news knows what happened in the Jewish community in Pittsburgh. But this gentleman who gave him this award, he made a quote as he honored him. And he says, quote, from Pittsburgh to Paris, from San Diego to Berlin, Jewish communities have been under attack. You know, being from Pittsburgh, I was so sad when I turned on the news and saw that Squirrel Hill area, which is a city that I would go to all the time. And as a matter of fact, let me just tell you a joke. And those who know me know how true this is. When I go home from Atlanta to Pittsburgh, no lie, I call in my order to Squirrel Hill. There's a pizza place called Minio's. Anybody that is in Pittsburgh know about Minio's. And anybody that know me make a joke about it. They're like, you see Minio's before you see your family, friends, or whatever. And that's a true statement. Coming from the airport, get in my rental car, call Minio's. They actually, there was a joke one time. I was coming home so much, they already knew who I was because I had an Atlanta phone number. Put my order in, pick it up, and then go see my family and friends. So Squirrel Hill is um, not just Cosa Minio's or Pamela's for breakfast, but Squirrel Hill is just... It's, it's just a um, historic area in Pittsburgh, and especially for the Jewish community. So when I turned on the news and saw that there was a mass shooting on October 27th, 2018 at the Tree of Life Synagogue, I, I just was, my heart was just so, oh, broken. And it was all hate crime. You know, this is this is ridiculous. Unfortunately, not only were 11 people uh, dead, but their families were changed forever. They're friends. And it was just a scary thing. And, um, you know, I, I sympathize with Mr. Kraft and I applaud him for all the things he's doing to combat racism even in the Jewish community. You know, we have to all work together for justice, racism, equality, prison reform. And I will take anybody's money, and I'm going to say this just as bluntly as possible, that is doing something positive for 
all communities, but definitely for the African-American communities, because we need change and we need other people to see that we need change and willing to help us with the change. The thing he said, you have to remember policies and legislation is what makes change. But if you don't vote, and yes, I am going there, if you don't vote for the right people to create these policies and legislation, we'll never get change. So I just wanted to mention all this. And, you know, this is a a good way for me to end my Men Monday. And don't forget, starting October 1st, we are going to move Men Monday to Fridays. So on October 2nd, we will have our Fantastic Fellas Fridays. And I'm looking forward to it. We will be having Monday episodes starting October 5th, which is a week from today. It's going to be marvelous, motivating Mondays. I'm trying to use the first word adjective to be positive as we need it. We need uplifting. We need positive. But we still cannot, as Mr. Uh, Craft mentioned, worry about the haters because there's going to be haters because there's a lot of opposition for doing what's right, unfortunately. But we have to come together as a community. We have to hold people accountable. And we have to do our part in change. You may not have a lot of money to contribute. You may not even have time. But one thing you do have is the right to vote. We need to change these policies and legislation. And I'm asking you not only to register to vote, vote. If you got an early vote, vote. If you have to mail and vote, vote. If you want to do like me and vote in person, vote. But please vote. So I'm going to end this episode of the podcast, but I just wanted to put that out there and thank Mr. Robert Kraft for being the man that he has become. I don't know what he was before all this, other than the owner of the Patriots, but I know what he is as of, as of this day. <laughs> you know, I, And that's all I can that's all I can comment about what he's doing right now in this moment, September 28th, 2020. So my mem- my last Men Monday, remember switching to Fantastic Fellas Friday. That's fantastic actually is a good word for the fellas. And guys, if you don't believe me, go look it up. And I'm sure you probably already feel you're fantastic. So we're going to change it up to Fridays and we're going to be motivating on Mondays and I just want you guys to continue listening and if you have any subject matters you want us to talk about or topics please give us a call at 404-855-7723 you can send us an email at podcasthostshapepotay19 at gmail.com And please follow us, not just follow us on Podbean, but you can follow us if you have Apple iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or Pandora or even Alexis tune in. We're everywhere. So definitely look into, if you want to look into us by episode, type in for episode Shea Pate, capital S-H-A hyphen, capital P-T-A hyphen. And all the episodes will come up. So far, we're, I think, at episode 21 or 22. So um, we're, we're, we're doing baby steps. This is new and it's going to change up. But as of October 1st, we do have at least a three-day agenda, which will be Monday. Marvelous, 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 marvelous Motivating Monday. Wednesdays will still be for the ladies and it will be wonderful women Wednesday. And fellas, we did not forget about you because we want to hear what you need to say. So on Fridays now, it's going to be fantastic 
fellas Friday. And so Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to kind of see as time goes on how we're going to fill that slot for Tuesday and Thursday. And, you know, I'm going to take a break on the weekends until we get enough followers. We're not going to do live. Everything will be pre-recorded, but it will be available. It'll be new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, you know, I like to end. Oh, let me just, let me back up. Please follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter name is at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. So, you know, I like to end all my episodes with the question, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.